Good evening and welcome to Lost in the Long Box. Uh, we are back. We were out last week because we had a snow thing down here in Fredericksburg, Virginia, where we're located. And on the way home, I noticed a car that had hit the median and didn't just hit it. It slid across it and oh, flipped yeah. it. And I was like, <clears throat> nope, nope, nope. I'm not even going to mess with that because it's a bit of a drive for me to get over here. And they were saying there'll be black ice on the road. And I smacked my hands again and I said, done. Yeah. <laughs> I like podcasting, but I'm not dying for you yeah, people. Exactly. I'm not flipping my car for that. <laughs> also, um, we are without Thomas tonight. He is out with the ick. So, Thomas, hope you feel better. I believe he is going to listen tonight because when he called, I, I said, okay, that's fine. You know, stay home, get better, and listen to the show. <laughs> so, oh, so if you are listening, um, Tommy, here's something to make you feel a little better. This just in from our producer, E.K., we are now the number one podcast on FXBG Public Radio. So thank you to all our listeners. Um, I know Tom M. and Lori J. are two of our regular ones that are always out there. So shout out to you guys. I, I know you're our faithful supporters. Um, spread, also, Spread the word if you love it. Spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to say that Monty, um, Michael Moore, the guy, that the artist that we promoted, might be listening. I'm going to do a shout out to his website again here in a couple weeks. Um, awesome. But I think he might be listening as well. Before we uh, get started... Um, Mad Men, I haven't seen you since last week. Um, yeah. How did things go over the weekend? Oh, they're all right. Just all right. Yeah, okay. We got to get you a girl. All right, so <laughs> bless you, Eck. Well, I didn't want to get into it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I didn't want to get into it. You don't it. want me to take material away from Shot Monkey Radio tomorrow. I exactly. Get it. I got, yeah, I got things to say tomorrow. Uh, so before we uh, start getting into today's episode, we do need to keep the lights on and the heat running. So, Mad Men, pay the bill, would you? Yeah, absolutely. Lost in the Long Box and FXBG Public Radio is sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. You can go to Danny's Pizza and Subs.com. Uh, that's D A N N Y S Pizza and A N D Subs.com. Um, they're in the Fredericksburg area, Lee's Hill area of Fredericksburg. Uh, their hours are Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and on Sundays, they're open from noon to 8 p.m. Or you can give them a call at 898-5008. Um, they are located at the Lees Hill Center at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue. Every day is buy one, get one free pizzas, and they got some awesome pizzas, let me tell you. Um, when it comes to the sandwiches, I really love... Do you like steak and cheese, man? I love steak and cheese. Oh, man. Uh, I went to Philadelphia and actually had a Philadelphia steak and cheese when I was in the Navy, and... I hated it. <laughs> I hated it because I used the cheese whiz. Oh, uh, that's you, not cheese. Yeah, the cheese sauce. That doesn't know? even pass as cheese yeah. product like American cheese. You and know? I, yeah, just... and even at Danny's, I'll get into arguments. It's like, if you're going to use any cheese, you don't want to use provolone. You want to use American cheese. And so that's the argument. So whenever I go get a steak and cheese, I get a steak with an American cheese, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, except American cheese isn't real cheese. I, just, I know. That's it's like why the I love government it. cheese will thing. Ugh. I love it. Well, and, actually, yeah. that just reminds me, too. I am a bachelor tomorrow in Wednesday because my other half is going out of town on business. So that might just answer what I'm doing for dinner tomorrow. Pa-ching! <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, yeah. the uh, um, They also do, like, like grande nachos. You can get calamari there. There's all sorts of stuff. You should check out their menu at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. Awesome. Stop by there, guys. Order up. Uh, let them know Lost yeah. in a Long Box sent you. And also, too, if you are in the Fredericksburg area, um, Mad Men does personal appearances there every Saturday. Um, so stop by, take a photo with them. Yeah, you He'll can take sign, a photo with He'll me. sign yes. anything with you. So. Yeah, within reason. <laughs> so you're saying that you won't sign breast? 
No. All right, I'll sign those, ladies. Just come see me, and uh, I'll sign those for you. All right, so <laughs> let's go ahead and get to some news items over here. Easy, Walker. <laughs> he's just, he's our, excited. Our, our interns back there laughing at the <laughs> jokes. So I've got a couple of uh, news items for us. Um, this is actually a couple of weeks old, but we haven't talked about it on the show. Mad Men, Jukeshi Avengers Endgame t- teaser. Uh, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Wow, why did... It aired it just, last week, and then the snow thing happened, and that's why I was snowed in. <laughs> <laughs> what What did you think of it? Uh, why don't you tell me what you think of it first? Because uh, okay, I, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, it It looked good, but I don't know why everybody was losing their you know what over it because it didn't show you anything. There was no real action. It just showed you basically who was still around, who was alive, and what had happened to some of them. I'm like. You're not seeing any action sequences. There's no storyline. It was all of, what, 30 seconds? And everybody like, oh, my God! I'm like, they haven't shown you anything, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was somewhat unimpressed. I mean, yeah, it's coming out. Okay. We we know it. And uh, when I don't like it when I don't – first of all, I don't really like previews. All right. Second of all, um, I think that um, sometimes they give away too much stuff in the previews. And so if they do do a a preview – that involves, you know, too much of the plot. You know, then you get, especially in this day and age, where people on the internet will start blowing up. It's like because of this scene, you know, I think this is going to happen and that's going to happen. Absolutely, I'm yeah. trying to avoid trailers now because they are giving away too many of them. Yeah, too much. Yeah. But the one that I have watched, at least both iterations of it, and leads in right into the next story. See how I did that? Aquaman. So, in case you guys haven't heard. Aquaman is coming out this Thursday, the 20th, but there was a special preview Saturday, the 15th, if you had Amazon Prime. You uh, had to brag. Well, I didn't get to go, and it's actually a good thing I didn't go because my other job called me about the time I would have been sitting in a theater watching it. But it made $2.9 million on its Amazon sneak peek weekend. Wow. And think about this. That was only maybe 1,000 theaters. That wasn't full 10,000, 11,000 across the country. And the other thing that uh, is really telling, it is already at $261 million for worldwide box office. In case you guys don't know, yes, there are foreign markets where they get our movies before us. That's to avoid piracy. And Aquaman has already been playing in China. Apparently, it is the best Warner Brothers movie over there in China already. I don't know where else it's showing. But, yes, it's already at $260 million worldwide um, for worldwide box office. So it's probably going to do pretty good. Also read, and this one just kind of even stunned me, the pre-sales. Its pre-sales have beaten the pre-sales for Infinity War and Black Panther. Black Panther, okay, but let's think about this for a moment. It has beaten the pre-sales for Infinity War. You, and, that's awesome. I mean, that was a lot of pre-sales. Yeah. The only thing that's kind of stickish about that is since it did make $2.9 million on the Amazon, I'm wondering if they're counting those pre-sales as part of the overall number because you yes. know how they like to play yeah. with their numbers, with the numbers and, get, yeah. and get creative. Well, I mean, I think it just shows that people are hungry for a good DC movie. Right. And all the reviews I'm hearing is that, yes, it's a good it's a good movie. So, Lost in the Long Box listeners, we are going to be seeing Aquaman this weekend. And Can't wait. And our episode next week will be our thoughts and opinions on Aquaman. So, we're not only going to talk about the movie, but we're probably going to touch a little on Aquaman history as well. You know, the good and the bad and storylines where, okay, he talks to fish, this is really dumb. Or the one that's really great, which Black Manta and the losing a hand and the hook thing. That's actually good. The... Uh, but we could talk about that song, Aquaman's Lament. You ever heard uh, that? Oh, yes, we can. I love we, that song. In fact, uh, 
we can actually, hey, Eck, if you can load that up, we'll make sure that it gets played for the opening next week. <laughs> He's already nodding his head like, you damn right. Uh, another other news, um, and I know this one just kind of really irked people. Apparently, the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home was supposed to drop on the 8th, and it didn't. It dropped in Brazil, though. <laughs> Apparently, there was a convention in Brazil, and they got to see it, but American. Is it in Portuguese? I don't know. It could be. And I might be wrong. All I know is that apparently Brazil got to see it, and then Tom Holland issued a statement as to why it didn't drop on 12-8. Rumor is it's still supposed to drop sometime this week, like maybe tomorrow or the 20th. But they're saying maybe definitely by the 21st. So who Well, they're knows? clearly liars. So Exactly. A <laughs> um, couple other big pieces of news. This one I really am um, kind of jazzed about. So DC Universe, you know their online service? Yeah. Uh, they have actually announced, and this is kind of big, they're direct to DVD animated movies, which I don't know if any of you guys have seen those, but they're phenomenal. They're absolutely fantastic. They've announced that now they're going to stream those direct um, on their service the same day that they drop on DVD. Got just the volume. Yes, I am. Is that it? Good. So, yeah, it's, if you've ever watched any of those, they're absolutely fantastic. And they're now saying, hey, the, you can either buy the DVD when it comes out or you can just watch it live on the service. I'm afraid that they're going to go the other route. And eventually what's going to happen is you have to watch it there first and a DVD drops a month later. How do they play these games? I, I know, right? Well, it, we're quickly becoming a society where there's not going to be any real television or movie theater is just going to be all online and then you're going to be buying like 20 different uh, memberships at 6.99 a month type of thing that's good yeah that's going to add up that's what i don't like about that yep also i don't know if you have seen this um maybe i can put it on our site later I, i totally forgot about this after i watched it james gunn has a movie coming out called brightburn have you seen this trailer no but i think i've heard of it uh my personal opinion on this is that it's a cluster f Really? So Marvel did this, has already done this in comic form already with Squadron Supreme and um, Supreme Power, where it's basically their version of Superman has come to Earth, but he's not as nice a hero. So Brightburn is James Gunn's movie of what if Superman had come to Earth with the, you know, insidious agenda. You know, he's not the bright hero that he was supposed to be. The problem I have with this is he pretty much steals Man of Steel frame for frame in the trailer. When you look at it, it looks like it's nothing but a dark version of Man of Steel. Okay. Here's my problem. I have two problems with it. You want to do a dark Superman? Okay, fine. But make the movie look original. Don't just rip off the look and feel of another movie. And secondly, there's already too many people out there saying that the DC movies are too dark. They're not nice and pretty. You know, it's a dark, depressing world. Let's not give them killer Superman to just add to it. And that's what we're getting with Brightburn. Yes, it's not going to be Superman, obviously, but the comparisons are going to be there. Uh, I mean, I guess imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, I think. And everybody steals from everybody. I mean, when people make a revolutionary movie, you know, people, other, other people notice. Right. I'm going to have to put that trailer up on our uh, Facebook page. I totally forgot about it after I saw it. I, I think I was too busy just cussing going, what are you doing? Where's our, what's our Facebook page? Uh, lost in the Longbox on just Facebook. Oh, you just, just search that? Yep, just Lost oh, okay. Longbox, or 
Facebook.com slash Lost in a Long Box. Bing! There we are. Also, if you have any feedback for us, you can actually just email us right at lostinthelongbox at gmail.com. And then we have a Twitter at lostinthelongb1 at Twitter. Look at that. Thomas will be proud of me. He's not even here to tell me. Well, we don't need him, clearly. Exactly. <laughs> Tommy, we do just fine without you, apparently, pal. <laughs> uh, this is also another big one that I kind of just went, huh? Everybody's been saying, well, we know there's a Zack Snyder cut of um, Justice League. How come we don't get to see it? And now Jason Momoa has come out and said, yeah, I want to see that. (laughs) (laughs) So Warner Brothers has kept saying that they have no um, desire to push that movie out. But even Jason Momoa, um, and I'm going to have to bleep some of this, he went on to say that it sucks that he can't speak his mind openly before stating, F yeah, he'd like to see the Snyder cut. (laughs) So I am right there with you, Jason. I would love to see yeah. what Snyder had in mind for this. Well, I mean, I know that the Richard Donner cut of the Superman is fantastic. Yeah, it's so good. It's so much better than the original. I have the um, I have the collector's edition they put out shortly after the Superman Returns movie came out. Yeah, and it had the theatrical release of Man of Steel, and it also had the Richard Donner cut of Man of Steel. Yeah, excellent. And there also has um, a couple of scenes I believe that were. All they had was test footage, so they had to just splice it back into the movie. Right. The thing that I really love, and a lot of people don't know this, the original Superman script, when they turned it in, the Salkinds and Warner Brothers just went, whoa, 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 this is, no, I'm sorry, Donner. And Warner Brothers told the Salkinds, this is too long. You've got two movies here. <laughs> and they're yeah. like, oh, so they had to cut the script in half, which is why. Yeah, Superman 1 and Superman 2. Which is why Superman and Superman 1 2 are so great, because yeah. they were originally one long one, one movie. One film, yeah. And in that movie... The original thing that freed the Phantom Zone villains was going to be the blast of the nuclear missile that Lex Luthor had, but they had to change it to the whole stupid Paris bomb oh, that's thing. That's interesting. Yes, because Donner had been fired after yeah. Superman. So, you ever see the uh, director's cut of Daredevil? Yes, it is a much better movie. A way much, yes. way better movie. The the theatrical release of Daredevil is so Stephen horrible. Pollock garbage. The yeah. director's cut is beautiful, and. I will, and I know this is, movie is so unpopular with so, so many people. But, but if you I haven't will, seen that cut. I will stand by this But today. Batman versus Superman, Donna no. Justice, do yourself a favor. If you haven't, get the Blu-ray and watch the extended edition. There are so many scenes cut out of that movie that when you watch them back in there, the movie becomes a lot more cohesive. And you're like, damn, this was actually good. <laughs> Well, I think it's sometimes it's a bad like for like you said it's like the Superman one and Superman two was like one uh, one film, right? You know, and after sitting through all the damn Lord of the Rings movies, um, I'm okay with a four hour movie, especially you know if I can get it streaming to my home and I can watch it up while I'm pooping and stuff, right? You know, because that's the only thing about the theaters like I can't pause. You can't pause the theater, yeah, right? You know. <laughs> But yes, so if you haven't seen those, go watch the uh, director's edition of Daredevil and the um, ultimate edition of Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I would I love it. for any listeners out there to email us at lostinalongbox at gmail.com and tell us your opinions of those. Yeah, we'll read your emails. And, I'll read yeah, them, we'll comment them. I'll even call you out by name. A yeah. uh, couple of new comics we want to get to. Now, these these first two came out um, last week, which unfortunately, we, or two weeks ago, which unfortunately we weren't here. But Shazam number one came out. So DC has resurrected Shazam and Prodigy number one by Mark Millar for Image Comics was amazing. I actually wasn't picking that book up and then our buddy Ed over at um, Gateway Comics and Toys yeah. brought it up to me and said this is new this week and 
he handed it to me and I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then I immediately texted him <laughs> the next day. I said, okay, add it to my pull list. <laughs> so Prodigy number one, you might still be able to find it on your shelf at your local comic store um, by Image Comics, Mark Millar. Mark Millar always writes really great stuff. So yeah. I'm going to have to say that I'm a fan of his. I am too. And the next one that came out, um, Mad Men, you'll actually will be a fan of this. This is Tommy's copy here, but I brought it for you to look at. Batman Damned number two. Ooh, any dick in there? <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Man. Okay. I'm going to have to put a filter on Mad Men. There is no bat penis in there. However, there is a scene at the end with Batman and Harley, and i got to be honest, I can't tell if they're choking, struggling with each other or doing the nasty. Oh, the, oh yeah this the art is just so good and in again this. fan fantastic art on this oh, i man. was floored just reading this thinking man this is so such a beautiful book i'm really hoping dc's going to follow suit and we get like a superman black label and a wonder woman black label that, that has the same type of gritty story and, and beautiful art thomas wait till you see this book this is fantastic oh you won't get it to next week because i'm probably going to leave it here for madman to read because i know he's read part one and he's already salivating looking at part two all right, so... Yeah, I think they're fighting. I, I don't know, though. Look, if you look at the back of them, they are purposely... The dialogue has disappeared. They're not saying anything, and they've got that entwined look that something else might be going on. I don't do it this way. <laughs> that's not your... That sounds like a personal problem. And <laughs> is, it, is this the way I should be doing it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. Okay, so, here you go. <laughs> next week, for those of you who have read Batman Damn Number Two, you know maybe, exactly maybe you'll the get scene Batman is talking about. You'll get the joke after you read the comic. Uh, I'll, I'll take scans of it and put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> so, next week is Christmas. Dun, da, 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 da. So, happy holidays, y'all. Exactly. Please be safe. Um, but we want to talk about Christmas. And the first part of this, um, Madman and I are going to discuss the bad Christmas presents we received. So let me step up on the soapbox here for just a little bit. Just because you have someone in your family, whether it be a brother, in-law, or even your own spouse that is a big comic book fan, doesn't necessarily mean that we want everything that's comic book related. So... I'll give you a case in point. Yes, I love comics. I love Marvel. I love DC. I love some of the image stuff. I even love some of the Dark Horse stuff. But that doesn't mean I like all their characters. And one year, a close friend of the family gave me a Deadpool t-shirt. Now, I can already see people out there like fuming. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? What's fortunately, wrong with the Deadpool right, t-shirt? Fortunately, this friend wasn't in the, in the house at the time. But I said, oh, Deadpool. And I immediately folded up, threw it in the corner and said, yeah, I'll be getting rid of that. And my wife went, you don't like Deadpool? I'm like, nope, hate that character. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Deadpool? hate that character. Just like a lot of people hate Wolverine, I'm okay with Wolverine. Deadpool, no, uh, I hate that character. Okay. Another one. and, and uh, do, you, do, you, do you like Ferris Bueller? I do like Ferris Bueller. Then why can't you like Deadpool? I'm failing to see the connection. Really? Because they both Have the you seen wall. Deadpool? I've seen the first one. I have not <laughs> seen the second one. And I tell you what. Everybody loves Deadpool, but the whole breaking the fourth wall thing, She-Hulk did it first, guys. I don't care. <laughs> who, who wants to see She-Hulk doing that? It's a, Me? It's, Thank it's, you. It's a man's world. A She-Hulk movie where she's breaking the fourth wall, especially if you're doing like the John Byrne era, would be awesome. So any Hollywood producers out there, give me a call. I got ideas. <laughs> the other thing, too, 
And, and this one, I really hope my mother-in-law is not listening because she may not speak to me again after this. Um, one Christmas, I got a box of superhero toys. They were secondhand superhero toys from an antique store. And they were basically bits and pieces of super not bits and pieces, but obviously went with other things that no longer had the complete set. Like I got a Spider-Man car with like a little web on the front of it, and you press down Spider-Man, and the web shoots out, flips over type of thing. I have actually two McDonald's Happy Meal toys. I have the Spider-Sense Spider-Man, where half of them is Peter Parker, but half his face is Spider-Man's face with a little Spider-Sense thing. Um, and most of those toys, I will freely admit, I went on eBay or found collectors on my Facebook groups and said, any collectors want this? Give me your address. I'll send it to you free of charge. I don't want it. Really? <laughs> yes. Because, again... Just because I like comic books and superheroes doesn't mean that a toy that you get me is going to be an instant hit. <laughs> do you had so bits, bits and pieces of toys, you mean. right? Well, like the Spider-Man, like a Spider-Man motorcycle, I think was one of them. I was like, why? Oh, I got you. And I got a feeling it crappy. Was like, and I got a feeling it was like an evil Knievel Spider-Man. There was supposed to have been something that went to it to launch it, but didn't have that part. Just the motorcycle. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Madman, I'm sure you've got some of those. Did you ever get any bad Christmas presents that were superhero comic book related, and you were just like, "Why?" Uh, well, I I tried to write about like the most negative thing I could think of when it came to a gift. Is like um, one year my mother she got me a Batman T-shirt, but it had the Tim Burton Batman logo, and um, and I detest the Tim Burton Batman, and I don't I don't want to wear the T-shirt that has that logo and right. stuff like that. Um. And so, I mean, you have to make sure you get the right Bat logo for the right Bat fan, you know. But it's still a Batman t-shirt, and I didn't want to tell my mom the reasoning behind, you know, why I didn't like this logo. Um, but then again, it, it, when, I wear, when I would wear it, people would comment, it's like, nice Batman t-shirt. It's like, well, actually, <laughs> actually, this is a Tim Burton. Tim Burton Batman logo, and I really hate that. But my mom gave it to me, and I love her, so I'm wearing this T-shirt. But then again, now I have a reason to whine about the Tim Burton movies to the layperson. You know, somebody comes up and is like, "Oh, I hate the Tim Burton movies," and they're like, "What?" And I was like, "Yes," and here's why. Right, and and you make a a class that's a, a classic argument. Yes, you like Batman, but it doesn't mean you like all variations of Batman. Yeah. I, I know some people who personally don't like the Dark Knight Returns storyline, but if you bring them that T-shirt with the Dark Knight Returns Bat logo on it, they go, oh, I hate that yeah. story. I don't like a Batman that bangs Talia Agul. Heck, I, I can see you're wearing a Deadpool jacket <laughs> just trying to get my goat. You can wear it all you want, brother. If I still had a T-shirt, I'd have given it to you, but it's long gone. <laughs> our, our producer's over here just trying to, Jack, trying, trying, to get your trying to get my goat by wearing his Deadpool jacket. I, just because I don't like the character doesn't mean you ha don't have to like it either. You yeah. can like it all you want. Just don't make me read this shit. We're, Sorry. We're po <laughs> we're politic nerds. We're politic nerds. Right. Exactly. So, but but yeah, it's a good point. Um, and it goes right in with the the apparel thing. Like I I got a quote that I put down here. Like a couple shopping's like, hey, look, it's a Wolverine T-shirt for ten dollars. Bully likes comics. Like buy him that. <laughs> like don't just assume that we all like the comic character and that we like every version of the. The character, someone who loves Wolverine, may love the actual brown costume one and hate the blue and yellow version. What? Really? They're out there. <laughs> you got those people are idiots. I love the yellow and blue. I actually think that one's best. I actually personally really loved Daredevil's old red and gold one before he went all red. Of course, that was Spider-Man looking like you. That costume's horrible. Are you blind? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. 
Uh, Thomas, I will. What you just yeah, we, we got to discuss that later. Yeah, we'll talk. Don't send messages to us during the show, for right. God's sakes. Because you have Madman and I both now like pregnant, pausing, looking at it, going. Uh, so anyway, guys, back to Christmas presents for your comic book related, or your, your loved one that's into comic books. So do a little research. You know what? If they love DC comics, then find out who's their favorite character from DC. Uh, they could love Batman, hate Robin. Or they could love Batman, hate Superman, or vice versa, love Superman, hate Batman. Well, if you get him a Robin t-shirt, you need to know, is it, like, which Robin? Is it Tim Drake, or is it... Yeah. Right. Robin, you're fairly safe on. Are you? Are you? If you just get the red shirt with just the R on it, you're usually okay. Well, although that is true, because Dick Grayson's R was distinctly different exactly, than, say, than the Tim Drake Jason, R. Than the Tim Drake and the Jason Todd one, right. That's what I mean. So, but I mean, if you get a, rec, uh, a Robin T-shirt that's like the uh, the Dick Grayson version, would you would you uh, be the kind of guy who would say, "No, this is the Jason Todd type"? No, no, um, no, one, no one would say that. Well, no, I wouldn't say that because I'd be like, "Oh, cool, Robin T-shirt," and then it would probably go in the drawer somewhere. <laughs> but yes, there are people like, "Oh, this is the Jason Todd one. I only want the Dick Grayson one." Couldn't you find me a Nightwing shirt? So those guys are out there, and those girls as well. Also, going back to that. Yes, some of us do like action figures. I myself buy a few action figures and statues. Somewhere uh, around here God. is one that was given to me that I didn't care for that has now become the property of the studio. But It's Harley Quinn. It's, it's Harley Quinn, yes. But I can't ever look at her the when same. We go back to that. Um, if you see action figures in our collection and statues, then yes, that means we do like some of the non-comic book items also. However, you have to be careful here. That doesn't mean we like toys. If you pick up the package and it says ages three or three plus, it's probably not a good pick for us. But I mean, there's a reason why there's the plus on it, right? It's, <laughs> and I'll give you a big hint. If the if it looks like it's aimed at your seven year old niece or nephew, odds are the adult comic collector is not interested in it, unless he's going to give it to his seven year old niece or nephew. Oh, <laughs> do you play with your action figures? I do not. That's ridiculous. And why do you have them? I like to look at them. I play with my action figures. Okay, then. Yes. I, I actually do have a second Superman. You're going to love this. I bought a second Superman to go with my dark side because I have a huge dark side that is be- and it's heavy. I mean, you can put an eye out with this thing. Um, and I took a, bought a second Superman just to take it out the package and pose it next to dark side. Now, the re- now hang on. Though. The reason I had to buy a second Superman because the only one I have comes in the We Are Heroes pack of the Justice League, all seven of them in a, in a box. Yeah. So, and that's why I didn't want to ruin the set. Okay, yes, fine. I don't like opening my action figures, right? It's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. <laughs> why don't you play with your toys, man? <laughs> I have pets for that. What? I have pets for that. I have a dog and three cats. I play with them. They don't always like it, but I don't have to open my figures. So, moving on. Play with your toys. No. Let me play with your toys. I brought you Harley Quinn right over there on the show. No, give me a good action figure. <laughs> you got some good in there? You got a, I got a Boba Fett. Uh, you can have Boba Fett. Yeah, go ahead and play with that. Uh, so, anyway, toys. Also, if, you're, uh, if they are a fan of DC or Marvel, you know what's really great? Yeah, especially once you find out what your favorite hero is? The publishers, Marvel, Image, Dark Horse, DC, all of them, Years ago, started this thing of collecting their stories into trade paperbacks or card cover collections. Right. And every um, comic book store you go to, I know even Gateway here has a massive collection of them, are tons of those hardcover and paperback collections. 
Um, so if you've got a comic book fan, definitely find out who what's their favorite character, who do they like to read. Jump on into your store and, and see what they got. I think Madman even has got a couple. And didn't you want to rag on Thomas about something you have over here? You want me to talk about these comic books you let me borrow that yeah. I read? So we're going to take a bit of a break here because Madman's got these couple of comics that he borrowed from Thomas, and I think he wants to give Thomas grief. Yeah, I do want to give him grief. <laughs> um, I'm sorry you're sick and all, pal, and get get better soon, but I, I really wish you were here so I can throw something at you. Uh, this... Archie meets Batman 66 comic book you let me borrow. Oh man, this was so predictable and disgusting. I feel I feel ashamed <laughs> to have read this. Um the the only consolation I get is knowing that you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Thank you. It was a very fast read, because it's like I've seen it all before somewhere. I just can't place it. And um, I think you should have uh, been respectful to me when you loaned me uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. What was it, like last month? Well, hold, hold, well now I'm going to take offense at this. Why? What's wrong with Crisis on Infinite Earths? As, as a person who loves comic books and loves good stories, um, you should have told me that you don't want to waste the time. Well, he did. He said if you... Did he say that to me? Did he warn me that you don't want to read it? He had warned people that if you are a newer comic book reader, don't read it because everything in it has been undone. That's... Well, that's not what... I, I know it's all been done. He, he warned me about that. I'm just saying, like, he should have included, but it's a ponderous read, and it's a... Whoa. <laughs> okay, it is a long... Yes. And, and let's, let's, let's be honest. It's like Marvel has done big events better than DC. You know, you could have warned me. Said that's a ponderous read. It's long, uh, you know, very tough to digest. Well, oh man. Well, here's where I defend it. Okay. So at the time that book came out, most of us in reading comic books at that time knew all those worlds. The, all the multiverse was still, I won't yeah. say fresh, but they hadn't gone gone away. They were still there. We knew about them. They still got mentioned in regular books. So a lot of the characters we see in that. We are seeing getting wiped out. Yeah. So for us, it was a great read because finally all these multiverses that didn't make any sense because DC had a really bad habit here for a while. They are ridiculous universes. When the, when the writer would do something really off the wall, and it's, the like, edit, it's canon. And the editor are like, "Well, how are we going to get around the story? Make an Earth, okay? Yeah. And, and make and, another Earth. Yeah. So and that was, I understand why it had to be written. Right. So yeah, but geez, Louise. Yeah, today it would be a ponderous read and probably confusing as all get out. But oh back wow! Then you got to remember a lot of those Earths were still showing up at, at regular events somewhere down the line. And besides, you haven't lived until you read the debacle where they had Power Girl flying around in Lord of, in the, the world of Warlord down in Middle Earth, where it was oh, wow. or whatever. Uh, like yeah. you just don't know what to do with that character anymore, do you? Power Girl. She is so ridiculous. I love me some Power Girl. I understand. Don't get me wrong. If she were here right now, I'd be <laughs> head over heels in love with Power Girl. But that being said, is she's just she's kind of ridiculous. She is. She's she's a little overpowered and a little <clears throat> too well endowed. Well, just what happens in a different reality where your DNA anyway. Well, and they even make great. That's a whole topic for another thing. Let's get back to Christmas. Did wow, she have an operation? No. In, on that Earth, was she like? It's the growth hormones in chicken. There, we're done. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Well, because they had they had GMOs on that on those worlds oh, that too. Earth. <laughs> or Earth too has different GMOs. Uh, so, I've been doing all the talking about Christmas items. What have you got that you recommend for those comic book fans that their levels can buy them for Christmas? As I play with this Shock Monkey Radio coffee mug over here. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, first of all, you got to know your nerd. Know your nerd. Very good. Yeah. Um, you got to know the titles they like. You know, you got to know the artists and the writers that they like. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. Yeah. I mean, um, I've g- been given gifts. Like people are like, oh, he likes comic books. And then somebody gives you a horrible comic book. You know, s- some artist writer you don't don't know. Some horrible plot. And he's just like, wow, did you read this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going no, to... would you read this? No, it was like, well, I read it. <laughs> Thank you for the gift. So, I mean, thanks, Aunt Margaret. And when it comes to like getting them actual comic books or something like that, um, you got to know if they have it in their collection or not, right? You know, and well, that's and that is tough information to get without giving away your gift. You know, do you have Action Comics number one? Uh, no, no. buy one. Thank <laughs> you. Yes, that's uh, the best gift. <laughs> although. If I might, if I may add on that, if they're a fan of a certain character, then yes, odds are they probably have the entire run of that character, or at least a series of them. But that right. doesn't mean you still can't buy the trade paperback collection of those stories. Because I can tell you myself, if I want to reread a story and it's in trade paperback, I'm going to pull the trade paperback off the shelf in ten minutes instead of spending twenty digging out the issues out of my long yeah, box. Yeah, it takes way and, longer to and do taking that. the tape yeah. off and reading it that yeah. way. So carefully. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're a fan, of, if your loved one's a fan of Superman, and you say, "Well, he's got all the Superman comics." That doesn't mean you still can't buy a hardcover or trade paperback collection of a great Superman story. Because trust me, we'll reread the good ones. And if we can do it without having to actually break open our long box and pull them out. We'll do it gladly. Well, yeah. So I guess what you need to do is you need to go to your nerd and say, um, "What do you have in your collection that you don't want to pull out and touch ever again?" So yeah. I, <laughs> I'll give you here. I'll give you a true story, listeners. There was one year for Christmas, I wanted a a comic book, and I tell you, I wanted a copy of Mister Miracle Number One because I didn't have it. Uh-huh. I went so far as to go to the website of the. Um, supply house or the the company that I get my comics from pulled a link to Mr. Miracle number one and emailed it to my wife and said, this is what I want for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) I am. And yes, don't worry. Your nerd will tell you, I want this. They will give you the link. They will tell you where you can get it as a, just get me this and I'm happy. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, did your wife have to say is like, what kind of comic book thingy do you want? Nope. Anything like that? No. Or you just said, she, she, she is in tune with me enough that she knew, okay, he likes that. That's why I'll get him. She also knows that I'm a big fan of the Flash, and she'll get me pretty much any Flash thing and know that Randy's going to love it. Flash on a motorcycle, that kind of thing? Oh, God. Okay, maybe not that. <laughs> I love toys like that. So I put Flash on a motorcycle. It's like, what? But, the Flashmobile. And it's like, what? <laughs> right. So you sent me a couple of links last week, and I don't have them with me of I, present ideas. Yeah, they're, they're in the group, dude. Oh, I don't have... Hey, I'm trying to be a good host and not look at my phone while we're doing podcasts. Well, I have to because my laptop is broke. All right, well, then you look at your phone and tell me no the link money. you had. Has no money to fix your laptop? The, I know. I keep saying, you owe me money, laptop. And he's like, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry, I'm broke. What happened to your laptop? Uh, it's complicated. We'll okay. Talk about it. We can talk about it later. Yeah, I had a couple things that I picked out. It was fun to, like, window shop. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I was like, if I had a billion dollars... 
and wanted to buy my most nerdy favorite things. Excuse me. Here's where I start. I start the simple things for us broke people who don't actually have billions of dollars. Um, so I saw a lot of us like socks, like superhero socks. And I think it's uh, safer to get somebody superhero socks than it is to get them a, like a Deadpool shirt that they don't want. <laughs> <laughs> that they may not want to wear. If you have, if you don't like Deadpool and you get Deadpool socks, you may wear Deadpool socks more than you would a, D, a Deadpool shirt. You still wouldn't wear I, Deadpool 20 socks? 20 bucks, I won't wear it. You buy me a pair and I guarantee they're not getting worn. They could be your laundry day socks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Although I will admit, I have a pair of Hulk socks that my wife got from somebody else. But that's what I mean. You can get Hulk socks. And they look horrible. The, the graphic on them is not very good. And then when they get stretched out on your legs, you're like, it, okay, that's, <laughs> that's either Hulk or Quasimodo. I'm not sure which. Fine. All right. How about another cheap gift? I saw like uh, uh, Captain America playing cards, and it has all these classic images of Captain America comics on them and stuff like that. And I was like, that's freaking cool as hell. I'd love to play poker with some Captain America playing cards. Yep, that would work. That's the cheap stuff I was looking at. You know what else is really great? Um, now, that, now that you said that, the antique stores, if you can find like those old 7-Eleven Slurpee cups, I can tell you what, most comic book collectors kill for those things because what, how many of those things did they make? Like 30 or 40 of those things, right? And a lot of them were heroes that weren't you wouldn't have regularly seen, like a Submariner on a Slurpee cup. Really? Oh, right, yeah. Or, or like Human Torch. So, yeah. If you are going to buy something old for your comic nerd, you find any of those them Slurpee cups, you are in like Flint, as they say. Grab everyone you see. It's in like Flynn. Huh? In like Flynn? In like Flynn. Flynn? Flint? I don't you know. You know where that comes from, right? Nope. The exploits of Errol Flynn. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like everything he did. He's just, ah, swashbuckled my way into everything. Oh, okay. You know? It's in like see, Flynn. See, listeners, we are also educational. What do you know? Well, I, re I read somewhere that most people who listen to podcasts actually want to learn things. That that's true too. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah, that's where it comes from. Is because it's like every time you, it got to a point where Errol Flynn was in a movie, is like, oh, he's in. You know, the, oh. the girl wants him. Yeah, he's yeah, he's gonna he's gonna in storm like the castle. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna storm the castle. He's gonna you know kill the king or whatever. I've been educated. What do you know? Uh, so uh, then I started looking at like high dollar items that I would like to put on my walls because sometimes I look around the art in the studio and. I love EK, I really do, but boy, I'd love to get this uh, Marvel Comics superhero collage <laughs> instead. It's all been gifted to me. I <laughs> so I guess I got to buy this thing. <laughs> now, here's the problem. So EK, he's, say, he's saying we can decorate the studio. EK is going away next week, and we're still going to look at podcasting while he's gone. Now he's afraid he's going to come home and find a whole house we're gonna redecorated. We're going to redecorate it, nerd stuff. <laughs> Um, so I was looking at this uh, Marvel Comics superhero collage. It's a headshot canvas uh, wall art print. Right. Um, what, like twenty bucks? I can't be right. Anyway, but if it's, it's got a, a small whole one. It would be yeah. Yeah, it's got a whole bunch of uh, Marvel heroes, and it's all, all profile shots of each and every one of them. It's kind of cool. And oh wow, shit! Let yeah. me see that. That is nice. And it's really cool. It's all side profile shots, except for one. Which is Deadpool turning to the camera and waving. I know you wouldn't like it. I'd cut that one out. Well, I got other cool Actually, stuff. no. I would probably keep that one even because though Deadpool's in it because it's the, all of the Marvel heroes. Yeah, it's great. And, and that is cute with Deadpool breaking the fourth wall. They're like, hey. Yeah, there's like, absolutely. I mean, I think a nerd would like that. So good look for that. I mean, I think I found that on Etsy, whatever that is. Oh, 
Etsy. Okay, so now you should probably – I will actually link that on our Facebook page uh, after the, the show tonight. Etsy is a site for people who are making the product that they're selling. They're not mass-produced. It's, uh, oh, bummer. So, like I have a friend, uh, one of my cosplay friends, who has an Etsy store with some of her things on it. In fact, my Wonder Woman print of her came from her Etsy store. Margie, that's you by chance. If you're listening, you're probably not. But well, I got this other cooler one that I would suggest. <clears throat> Beer. Beer. Well, if it's Etsy, I'll, I'll link that too. But yes, actually, Etsy it's is also Etsy. <laughs> Etsy is not a bad is not a bad thing because not only do you get them some nice superhero um, prop for their rooms or what have you, but you get to support. Um, not local artists, but you get to support yeah. non-commercial artists, you know, people who aren't making it for Mattel or, or yeah. whoever. And um, and this one is the one I really wanted. It's, I stopped looking for anything else because if, like, I, if I had what I wanted, I would grab that one. And it's this Batman characters canvas wall art print. And it's got various sizes of it. And it is oh, just so gorgeous. It's basically the Batman symbol made out of like a bunch of Batman right. characters. All the different ba- iterations oh, of Batman. Oh, and it's so beautiful. I would love to have that. So, um. I'm looking around the studio to see what wall it would Yeah, <laughs> which wall would we put it on? Exactly. Which wall would we put Up there, I'd say. Yeah, in the, couple the of corner the, of the Madman sits during the couple shock of those, monkeys. A couple of those pictures have to go. Uh, you know, I think I am <laughs> going to do. I had this, this one beautiful picture that I bought. I'm going to mention it in a later broadcast because I'm hoping to get her as a guest when we do Wonder Woman 1984. But I'm going to buy one of those for the studio, I think. Anyhow, so yeah, those are actually good too. And Etsy is a good choice. Um, but, you know, when we talk about those hardcover collections and, and trade paperbacks, yeah, there are a couple out there that I think any comic book fan would truly love that I'm going to mention now for you guys. One of them that I have, and I think I even brought it in here, is a huge thick hardcover called DC Comics Year by Year, a visual chronicle. Uh, I know they've done some new ones, but the edition I have literally starts at like 1935, the founding of the company, all the what, way up to 20... you say it's visual? Yeah, up to 2010. So is it like covers and stuff it's like that from covers, there? It's got covers, so it's text, and it's also got covers um, and some of the artwork from them, and some of them is actually... From year to year, actually has a big full color spread of some of the issues. It talks about the evolution of the artwork and stuff like that. Well, it tells you the evolution of the comic character or the company, what was going on during the time the comic was being written. So you get both history of DC Comics and history of the world of what was going on at the time when the comics were written. That influences pop culture. Because there's that whole big era during World War II where they pretty much didn't have to think of monsters or villains because they had them across the ocean and... It was easy to sell a comic when you're fighting, you know, the Japanese and the Nazis. So that's a good one. I like I said, I think there is now a another version of it. Mine went up to 2010, just before the whole um, New Fifty Two debacle. I, I, I shouldn't say that. Some of the stuff at New debacle. Some of, was, some of it was really good. But, I don't. It's fair to say debacle. But they they got really good when they did Rebirth. Um, another one that I have, and this one is beautiful as well. The Marvel Encyclopedia, the definitive guide to the characters of the Marvel Universe. A to Z, and it's the same type of thing. It's like text and all these pictures and illustrations of all the characters in the Marvel Universe. Remember, like, DC did Who's Who and... Right. Uh, what? And this is exactly like that. And these are big. They're, I want to say they're coffee table books because they're larger and they're about, you know, a good three inches, four inches thick. And it's just a... Even G.I. Joe had uh, Order of Battle. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, wow, yeah. It's like, now we can get it all in one tome. And it's, and it's funny... Um, because I had the Marvel one, and a couple weeks ago, we were up in New York, and I was visiting Midtown Comics, and I was looking around, 
and I found the DC version of this encyclopedia of all the characters, and I picked it up, and I was looking at it, and I turned around to my wife, and I said, I need this. <laughs> and not a one. I said, I need this. And she goes, oh, you need this? I'm like, yes. I said, I had the Marvel version. I need the DC version. So, yes, I do need this. And she says, well, I'm not getting it now because we didn't want to drag it around New York for the rest of the day. So I held it up, and she took a picture of it. <laughs> so, so I might see that coming soon. <laughs> Another great one, too. There's a lot of um, hardcover and collections out there for some of the great creators of comics. I have a, another great one that I just thought of the other day is uh, Kirby, King of Comics. And it is the whole life story of Jack oh, Kirby. Okay, yeah. So starting from when he you – know, basically where he was born, where he grew up, where he learned his art from, and his illustration his early years with Marvel into his later years of Marvel. So that's really great. So any of those huge anthologies like that are usually are, are always going to be a win for your comic book collector. Yeah. And I'll let you in on a little hint. A lot of these things you can find cheap at a place like Books a Million oh, yeah. or, or Borders or whatever. Borders, where they, yeah. Where they have them as what we call a, a bargain maybe, book or, yeah. or a remainder book. You may be able to find some like like Walmart. Yep. So, yeah. Exactly. And I, on a matter of fact, that reminds me, since you said that, Ollie's. If any of you have, oh, an, right. have an Ollie's outlet, I know that right now they supposedly have a huge collection of Marvel hardcovers. So I went there last year, and they had a whole bunch of the DC ones, like the trade paperbacks and hardcover. And some of these things, which are like $30, $40 books, they're selling for like 6 or $7. Oh, got to love places like Ollie's. So I, I walked out with what would have been a $200 stack for like maybe 40 bucks. Nice. So and they're doing it now for the Marvel. So yeah, if you have an Ollie's, more that's gift a, ideas. That's a great for idea yeah. for your comic book fan. For your nerds, that your lovable nerds. And I can tell you, even if it's not a character that we don't like, if we given a, a hardcover or trade paperback collection of it that we didn't pay for, yeah, odds Hard, are, yeah, odds are we're going to still sit down and read it because it's in our hand. And okay, I might as well get. And it's a, a shot. trade paperback. It's right. not going up. Yeah. And, and another thing too, I don't have to go looking for back issues because the entire story is self-contained. Yeah. Oh, I love the introduction—the introduction of trade paperbacks. Yeah, when, when they came out, I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Because I mean, thirty what was it like sixty-four pages at the time? Right. It was like, "Uh, well, wait a month for sixty-four pages." Uh, yes. Now, I, I mean, I back in the day, you know, back before all this technology we have, you know, it's like, uh, I love comic books because you know I, I could fill my time with them, and then. I'm also reading book books, right? And so I could go through. It was like, oh, 64 pages, and then I have to I read a you know 400-page book in between <laughs> issues right. of a comic book. Exactly. You know. Also, too, um, another great gift, obviously, is, is the movies. But if you look around, you can find collections of some of the movies, especially some of the older cartoons are probably on sale now. Yeah. One of the ones I really loved was on Cartoon Network. They had done Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And you can probably get the collection of those for a song. And I'm also pretty certain uh, – I don't know if it's out yet. If they haven't released it in time for Christmas, then it's a, it's a bad on Warner Brothers. But Batman, <laughs> the animated series, oh, yeah. they're supposed to be putting the entire series out on Blu-ray. So it's going to be a collector set of all of them. That's one I'm wanting myself. I'm chomping at the bit waiting for that one. The original? Oh, yeah, the one from the 90s. It was so good. That's, well, that's the one that started the whole thing with um, the DC animators. Because then you, after that came the Superman animated series. And yeah. then you got the Justice League series. And then DC started doing their one premiere with all their animated movies. Which, 
you can say whatever you want about actual DC Extended Universe movies, and yes, I'll freely admit that they're not as good as they should be. But they're animated stuff. They're is, animated just rock. It's excellent. Yes. yes. If Marvel is owning the movie theater, then DC Comics is owning the animated. Well, I think what they're doing is doing the smart thing when it comes to the animated movies is that they're picking the strongest scripts to do that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, because they know that, like, any movie has its uh, Hollywood influence in it. Right, exactly. Like, we need to cut cut it for time, you know, we need to... You know, this actor's being a little bitch and you know, stuff One like that, the, you know. And, and the thing, now they do sometimes take a little bit of liberties with the stories. They change some of the plot and the characters, but it works really good. One of their best ones, and it's, and it's funny because I already knew how the story went because I'd read the comic, but Batman Under the Red Hood was a fantastic animated movie. I mean, the actual scene when Batman confronts Jason Todd with Joker is a very powerful scene and you you find yourself agreeing with jason todd when he's playing that this i've seen it yes you got to watch it i, in fact, I, I, I felt like you're getting into spoiler territory I, I don't own it but i think i'm gonna have to go out and buy it because i remember i got it from netflix and i watched it and i was sitting there going holy crap this is good i, I know how it ends but this is awesome <laughs> oh boy so yes that's a great one too dc if your loved one's a dc fan any of those animated movies they're all really good in fact, the Wonder Woman um, movie that came out, I can't remember the name of it, was actually right up there with the live-action movie of Gal Gadot. And it's, it's pretty action-packed, and there's times where it got just a little bit violent. I'm thinking, man, I'm surprised they're actually getting as, as mean with this as they did. So, Well, I mean, you got to be honest about Wonder Woman, about her culture. Yes. There were warriors. Exactly. And they yeah. were brutal. She's carrying a sword. Right. She's going to eviscerate people, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it's true. But, yes, yeah, so that's another great one. Ironically, I don't know a lot about the Marvel animated because I just haven't found them well done. Uh, yeah, I think it was like in the late 80s they did what, the what the X-Men. Yes, X-Men was 80s, 90s. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think the last time I enjoyed a Marvel cartoon <laughs> was I think Spider Man and his amazing friends. I was friends. just about to say Spider Man yeah. and his amazing friends, which I think that is that's out as a collector set now as well. So look for that one. I can tell you most um comic book collectors will love that set. Because that was yeah. that was one of Marvel's best animated that's childhood. It, uh, <laughs> that's abo- our childhood. Avoid the Fantastic Four with the robot on it. We hate we all hate that one. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Herbie? Oh yeah. Yes. So bad. Uh, but another great, great gift idea. In fact, I just gave it as a present to myself. Uh, the online subscription services, DC Universe Online and Marvel Online. I can tell you right now, DC Universe Online has got a sale on their membership. It's um, a seven-day trial or a one-month trial, I think, for seven ninety-nine. Regularly, the subscription service, I think, is 75 or $79. They have a sale on it right now for like 60 so that's something you can give to one of your loved ones or just buy them one month if you want to. The great thing about both of these subscription services, services, whether it's DC or Marvel, is pretty much all of their entire library is online and they can read them. But what do you wrap to put under the tree? That's true. There's nothing you can wrap, but I'm pretty certain you can send them an email that has the link for it or, or tell them, hey, I've paid a month of your service. Or if they don't even have it, so sign them up for it. Besides, there's a way to wrap that. You go out and you get a superhero card and you put the email and you print it off or what have you. 
it seems like a pain in the ass to give somebody something digital. That, that, <laughs> it, it, it is, but at the same time, it's it's one of those things like, well, I can't get you Fantastic Four number one through fifty, but I can get you the digital service where you can read them. Well, is it going to get to the point where, like, at twelve oh one on a Christmas day, that's when you get up like five emails? It's like a bunch right. of people bing, give you a bunch bing, of subscriptions. Exactly yeah. right. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Is that how we're going to do it now? What was that? I have, uh, Somebody that rebooted a, a computer on us or a phone. A phone. Oh, it was Madman. So that's about all the ideas that I had for Christmas. Um, I'm sure we had a lot more that we could have had, but you know, since Thomas is out sick, I don't know what he had on his listing, and he hasn't bothered to email or text. So that's a bad Tommy. Well, um, <laughs> just to stray a little bit from the comic book subjects is that you know people who are into comic books are also into other nerdy things like Star Trek and Star Wars. They are not. (laughs) Don't be silly. (laughs) You know, um, it's interesting because I made this uh, Instagram post uh, saying hashtag gift ideas, hashtag nerd, hashtag geek culture. And the ads that I got um, following that (laughs) (laughs) have been crazy awesome. Right, because I was just like, hashtag gift ideas, hashtag nerd. And all of a sudden, it was like, hey, check out these cool-ass t-shirts. And so uh, I got this one uh, sponsored ad. They're not paying us or nothing. It just came up when I p- did this post. But it has a bunch of Transformers t-shirts. Granted, it was a comic book. But it was uh, there's one t-shirt I saw in there. It has Optimus Prime holding a guitar. <laughs> and it said the words on it are you got to touch <laughs> and I was like shit I would totally wear that t-shirt <laughs> I mean and I, I love that it's like you couldn't just all you gotta do is apparently do hashtag gift ideas hashtag nerds and then all of a sudden the ads will start coming fast and hard additionally uh, people who like comic books are tend to be smart people and I have these uh, snork tees ad came up and I just like I had to because some of these things are great yes uh, there is a a shirt that says you matter and then low, uh, smaller print and says it says uh, unless you multiply yourself by the speed of light squared then you energy <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know my wife would actually wear that <laughs> I love it uh, there's a, so is that one of the links you sent us? Can you send me that? I am so buying that t-shirt. Uh, yes, yeah, Snorkies. Uh, there's another one that has two um, atoms sitting there next to each other. It has one atom saying to the, I lost an electron. The other one says, are you positive? Yes. <laughs> I have a, yeah, Snorkies actually do have to go. Another yeah. great one, too, is... Um, I can't remember. It's like bad tease or like bad idea tease or something like that. So naughty tease. So yes, Batman is absolutely right on it. Most of your comic book collectors, not not this one, but most of them are actually rather intelligent individuals as well because we grew up nerdy and we weren't hanging out with the popular kids, which means we had to read comic books. Yeah. And Just you know too what, white and nerdy. And you know what happens when you read a comic book? You find a word that you go, what is that? And you go to a dictionary. And it sends you off on a tangent to look it up. And the next thing you knew, you're now 20, 30 minutes into something else that was not the comic book you started with. So that's about the time that we have for this week. Um, so, Thomas, if I, I know you're listening, yes, we are looking at still seeing Aquaman this weekend. Yeah. And then we're going to move our broadcast time for next week. So 
uh, listeners. We are going to be on the air next week, but we'll be here next Wednesday, Wednesday. the 26th at 7 o'clock. 7? Okay. So we'll be do, doing 7 o'clock. So look for us Monday, not next Monday, but on Wednesday, the 26th, day after Christmas, where we'll be talking about Aquaman. We're going to review both the movie and talk about a little bit the of character. history of Aquaman, yeah. yes. And review the character. And review the character. Are, are you going to take these horrible books? Can you give these to Tommy when he comes back? In? Yeah, I can actually take them to him tomorrow. Because I don't, I will see him. I, I don't want to damage them. I actually have a confession to make when it comes to the Batman Damned comic book, right? Uh, that you let me borrow. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. It's like that night when you let me borrow Batman Damned number one. Um, it was raining that night, mm-hmm. and it was real muddy. Did you have to go buy another Batman Damned? No. <laughs> Thank the maker. Okay. Okay. But um, I. I was in I was in downstairs in my house and I was like, oh man, I forgot that comic out there. And it's like, oh, I need to, you know, get something so I can. It was like, no, nah, it's not raining that bad. It's, it's not raining that. So I went out. I went out to the car and I pulled the Batman book out and I just started walking downhill and it's a little bit of slope down towards the back <laughs> hill, right? And I slipped a little bit and my first instinct was to catch my balance. <laughs> Save the comic. And, Save the comic. Yeah, and so I was like. <laughs> And then I, I, I like froze and I stopped and I was just like, oh my God, I wouldn't want to have to buy this comic book. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Ed was all sold out of him by that point, too. Because, I mean, I would have to read it, but I would be the after one to read that. Right. I would have to be the one to keep that muddy comic book. <laughs> so what that means is for now on, when I lend Madman anything, make sure his bag boarded and in a bag. <laughs> and then in a backpack and strapped on his ass before well, it's he just, that's. That's when the idea just came into my head. It's like, you know what? You need to be a little bit more responsible when it comes to other people's property. So, since you said, now, do you want to borrow Batman Dan number two? Absolutely. The art is beautiful. Yeah, here you go. I mean, Thomas will just have to wait. Why is it so big? I know. Wow, that's what she said. Don't get me started. It's like, um... I bought these Alex Ross books. Have you seen those gigantic oh, Alex love, Ross books? Yes. I have these. They're huge. You couldn't fit those books I in anything. I have Superman piece on Earth, and it is freaking yeah, huge. It's, and It's good. And they don't make a bagger board to fit that mother. Nope. And then I it, sold those it, on eBay real quick. He did a Batman, and he did a Wonder Woman, which I love to pick them up. But they're yeah. not to mention the way they're binded. You can't actually read them, so they're always crinkly and, and bending and... It's just a mess. Although I think they've collected those in a regular size trade paperback. I'll have to look into it. All right. So anyway, we'll be back next week, Wednesday at seven o'clock. Here, we would love to hear your comments at lostinalongbox at gmail dot com. Yeah, if you um, listen to us on iTunes, on, so on forth, iTunes, subscribe, on Google, tell, yeah. hit tell up people. our Facebook page, um, and also you can hit us on Twitter at lostinalongb one. Um, until next time, we're going to be down here wondering, you know. If Peter Parker gets bit by a radioactive spider and gets powers, where do I find a radioactive python? Oh. <laughs> we're See lost, in, we're lost in the long box, yeah. Have a nice holiday. You too.